Hey, hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the very first episode of the Corporate Conscious Black Girl. I cannot express how excited I am to finally be starting this podcast. It has literally been years in the making. I have spent the last few years just on a journey of self-discovery, trying to build the life that I want, the career that I want, and just reach a point of satisfaction. And I feel like I've reached that point almost. I'm happy, but I still feel like there's so much further to go. Over the years, I've spoken to so many women. I've mentored, I've served leadership positions, and this has really given me the unique opportunity to discuss with other Black women how they see themselves within the corporate world and how we can empower each other to become our best selves. So I really thought that creating this space would allow me to bring those conversations and discussions to a much broader scale. So today, we're going to be talking about something that I think is so important and so vital in having the life that you want, and that is finding your calling, uncovering your purpose, and really living in your wildest dreams. I think this is such a great topic to start off the show because it really sets the foundation and gives us all an even playing field. It's a starting point to know where you're going and to really get tuned in and tapped into your strengths. That is ultimately how you will start to build because everything needs a foundation. So I want to start this show off with the quote that I heard from Steve Harvey. And he said, your career is what you're paid for, but your calling is what you're made for. And it's such a simple quote, but when I first heard it, it really blew my mind. I realized that a lot of us are frustrated and struggling to find our place in the world because we really have not learned ourselves, found what brings us joy, and found a way to bring that into our everyday living so that going to work is not a chore and it doesn't feel like some tedious task that we do just to pay the bills. I think all of it really boils down to knowing our purpose and knowing why why we're put on this earth. The pandemic had such a real effect on people's psyches. I mean, their self-esteem, people lost their jobs. People were forced to turn to jobs that really did not fulfill them to pay the bills. It was just tough. But I think out of that came something that I noticed. A lot of people emerged from it with a sense of ownership of their lives. So many more business owners came out of it. So many people pivoted and shifted to industries and jobs that allowed them the flexibility to make good money and to live their dreams. But 
there were still conversations that I was having with friends, you know, fellow Black women, women of color, and just this lack of fulfillment and this lack of focus and direction. And it was circumstances like that that really are the push that you need to get out of your comfort zone. So we're going to dive in and explore how we can uncover our purpose and ultimately live our best lives. First things first, let's talk about what passion and purpose really is. A lot of people get these things confused. They're not the same, although they do lead, lead us to the same goal, which is ultimately fulfillment. So passion is what ignites your soul. It's what wakes you up in the morning, gets you out of bed. It's what gets you motivated when you're feeling stuck and you can't really find your way. Your passion is that driving force. Purpose, on the other hand, is the reason why you exist. It's why you were put on this earth. It's the unique contribution that really only you can provide for this world. And so in that same speech that I heard Steve Harvey, he talked about how your gift is what God has given you. And your gift is what you are innately good at with very little effort. And so we're going to focus on some practical steps that you can use essentially to find your gift and to find what it is that you're good at without putting in so much effort. Starting with step one. Step one is introspection. Such a big word for something that is very simple. And it's simply self-discovery. You cannot discover your passion without that. Knowing your purpose and understanding yourself first you have really got to like tap in and reflect on the things that you enjoy and what comes naturally to you. I know for myself, this looked a lot like knowing who I was outside of being a mom, outside of my quote unquote job title, outside of being a friend and a daughter. It was what was my role in this in my purpose on this earth? For me, the circumstances that really pushed me into this journey of self-discovery was when my dad passed away at the very beginning of the pandemic. I was in such a state of shock and just almost depression because I felt like he passed away too soon and he hadn't really had time to really fulfill what his calling was. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I know for me, it triggered something in me that made me realize that life is, life is too short. I want to leave behind a legacy that is bigger than me, something that my kids and my grandkids will really see and be able to identify with. And so part of that is knowing your personality and knowing who you are, how you're perce perceived and your values. I remember what I did was I just grabbed a bunch of notebooks and I started writing down the things that brought me joy. 
all the things that really aligned with what I wanted in life. I actually still have those notebooks and I go back to them from time to time when I'm doing my vision boards. But these notebooks really became my foundation for everything that I wanted to have later on in life. So I say, if you want to start somewhere and you don't know where to start, get a notebook, dig deep, write down all the things that you enjoy doing, the things that come easy to you. It might not necessarily be things that you enjoy, but they come easy to you. Also write down what makes you feel alive. This will help you, I guess, put into perspective what your purpose and your passion is. Not only does it give you a sense of direction, but it also helps you align your career choices more effectively with your values. So as Black women, I can say this, we have so much to offer this world. I mean, sometimes I don't even think this world deserves us. We are phenomenal. We are super talented, multifaceted. And I think finding your purpose really helps you unlock your full potential. I tell people all the time, you can do multiple things. I know this, there's this little idea that you have to have a niche and you have to narrow things down to one thing that you're really good at. I don't really subscribe to that. I think you don't really have to be one dimensional. Okay, so let me give you an example. For me, the pandemic really put me in a place where I had to shift and discover talents that I had, things that I had was already good at, but they really were like passive. I didn't really participate them in them as much. One of those things was painting. So I started painting more during the pandemic. I discovered that I was actually really good at it. I got into some art shows and I began selling my art. At the same time, I also started to hike and do started working out really religiously. And so I was just enjoying the outdoors. I started taking people on hikes. I started doing fitness classes. And I was just happy doing those things outside of work and whatever. That, that is what really brought me joy. Now, these were all very different hobbies and talents, but surprisingly, they all brought me back to one thing, and it was teaching. I had actually went back to school for teaching after I got out of the military, and I found that I really enjoyed it, but it was just so surprising to see how teaching started to become a central part of my life. I would learn new things and want to share them with other people, want to teach them to other people. And I would just study everything that I learned I wanted to share. And so I just realized that teaching was my passion. Like teaching was ultimately, while I, why I was put on this earth was to share the things and motivate other people with the knowledge that I had and the experience that I went through regardless of what hobby or talent or or vessel I was using to express that, I was always teaching people. 
And you can really be a jack of all trades. It's so funny because the quote, jack of all trades, master of none, is so misused because actual quote is a compliment. It really says a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. It's saying that you don't have to be one dimensional because being one dimensional is not really as good as being good at multiple things. So I think it's beneficial to write down all of the things that you are good at, that you enjoy, and find that single thread that runs through all of those things. Step two. Step two is going to be exploration. Now, you have done the steps, you have gotten your notebooks, you have written down all of these things, made these lists. Now you are going to have to do your research and start exploring how all those things that you listed out can apply to different careers, different industries, and make them align. It's going to look like seeing where your talents can be applied. I suggest you try networking events, go to workshops, take some classes that pertain to your particular industry or interests, and utilize websites like Meetup or Eventbrite, and these will help you to meet other people who also enjoy some of these other activities. Don't be afraid to try new things. Like you can learn as you go. All you have to do is just have a spark of interest and it doesn't have to take a life-changing event for you to decide to do these things. But it could be really as simple as saying, I enjoy a particular activity and I want to learn more about it. So let me look for groups that are doing these things. Okay, I'm going to meet up with people and just pick their brains. I think it's really important to note that some of the challenges that Black women face when it comes to finding our passion and aligning those with careers is that we are so conditioned choose practicality over passion. We feel pressure to fit into the societal norms and expectations. I struggled with this a lot when I was younger. I was a tomboy. I was really into tech and science. I liked fixing things. When my dad would work on his car, I was always standing there and trying to figure out how he was taking things apart and putting them back together. And so when I joined the military, they asked me what I wanted to do. And I said, I wanted to work on planes. And I became an avionics engineer. And it was so weird. It was just, it was just weird how I was usually the only female, not all the time, but it was usually only me or maybe one or two other women. And I was almost always the only Black female within the avionics industry. And this concept that society made made us feel that we couldn't do those things or that we couldn't be comfortable in those spaces. It was, it was, it was just something that I wasn't used to because my, my parents really told me that I could do anything. It didn't really matter. 
but I know it can be disheartening for other people. I say all that to say, don't let society deter you from things that you're passionate about. It is your purpose. It is your passion. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks about it. That kind of makes me think of a quote from Audre Lorde, where she says, if I didn't define myself for myself, I would be crunched into other people's fantasies for me and eaten alive. Boy, oh boy, like that is a word in itself. I think if we let people box us in, there is no way that we can live up to our full potential. So I am just encouraging you all to break free from those norms. We are not where we were several years ago. We are not reduced to only being moms and being caregivers and domestic workers. We are not in the same space that we were. And I think it's just important that we pursue what we are passionate about. Okay, so we are now at step three. Step three is one of my favorites because I am all about that action. Step three is taking action and actually doing something with all of this information that you've collected, these lists that you've written, these careers and hobbies that you've researched. I am known amongst my friends and family as the person who is going to do it. It does not matter what people say about it. I'm going to try it. I will try anything, anything once, really. I cannot tell you how in my 20s I struggle with analysis paralysis in the sense of perfection that things had to be 100% in order. That is not realistic because nothing's going to be perfect. No plan is going to be perfect. But you also need to know that nothing will work unless you do. You cannot sit back and wait for life to happen. You cannot make the vision board and then not do any of the steps that it takes to get there. You have to actually have the courage to make the leap of faith. One of my favorite quotes of all time is from Will Smith, and he says, everything you want in life is on the other side of fear. And that is so true. So much of the fulfillment that I've had in my life in the last couple of years has been me pushing past my fears, past the anxiety, and towards those things that I could have never even dreamed of doing. Sometimes it's the smallest things that hold us back. And until we realize how we can push through and how we actually have the ability to push through, these dreams and goals that we have will never be anything more than that. So I think it's important that we really focus on that important piece, which is taking action. So that brings me to another really important thing that we need to touch on is how important it is for us to support each other as Black women we, when we are trying to find our purpose. A life changer for me was finding a mentor. I stumbled upon my mentor back in 2020 when I started my new job, and I was introduced to this older Black lady, 
And she was really intimidating at first because she was considered to be like a thought leader in the industry. And she had been doing this job for 35 years. But she willingly like took me under her wing, helped me hone in on my skills as a leader, as a teacher, as a motivator. And she really opened my eyes to duality. And she helped me understand creativity can also exist the corporate world. We are not boxed into certain types of thinking. So you can really be a calculated and logical person who is good with numbers and good with processes, but also still be a creative and free-flowing person as well. I think the best people really are able to mesh the two things together, and those are the ones who become the leaders and the innovators. She really pushed me into finding my fulfillment, finding the job that I am in now. And it was that confirmation that I had from another Black woman in leadership position that really made me feel like I could do anything. And to hear her say some of the things that she would say to me, it was just so uplifting. It put a battery in my back. I was, I was just unstoppable from that point on. So finding someone who believes in you and who can support you as a guide is so important. I know older Black women get kind of a bad rap in the corporate world. I hear people say things like, oh, older Black women in the corporate world are so mean to me. And the meanest manager that I ever had was a Black woman. And I don't think that we should really take it as that because there is that generational gap between us and these women were really the first ones to come into the workplace and have these leadership positions and they you have to realize they had to act and be a certain way but once you break through that hard shell and those walls that are built up some of these women are the most phenomenal the smartest women I know so many older women in the workplace who are really excited to have mentees and excited to have people who are coming up underneath of them ask for the opportunities to develop and ask them for guidance. So I think it's really important to like not take that stereotype or not mentors out there because there definitely is. So this brings me to our last step, which is goal setting and setting up a plan that is going to help us to pivot into our purpose. So we have written down our list of things that we enjoy. We have identified some industries and hobbies or roles that we would like to go into, and we have decided to take action. The plan is what is going to put everything together. I hear so many people say, I'm just going to go with the flow. I'm going to trust the universe. It's going to put me where I need to be. And let me tell you, going with the flow is cool when it comes to other stuff, but I don't play around when it comes to go with the flow with my success. Those two things cannot coexist in the same space. You cannot expect to be successful without having a plan. I am not leaving anything up to chance. 
anything up to luck. That is, that's just not realistic. There are some people who have opportunities fall into their lap, but I, I'm not going to bet my marbles on that. I'm just not. So having a plan is really important, especially when you are deciding to leave your career or industry to try something. You have got to set goals that are realistic and that are reachable within a time frame. So a life hack for me is I love to set my goals 30, 60, and 90 days because I feel like they are short enough to see a a change, but they are long enough for me to achieve some things that are what we consider long-term success. So if you are thinking about pivoting or changing an industry or changing a role or just developing that purpose and passion within something that you already do, I suggest you do things such as get your resume redone, have your LinkedIn optimized. I suggest you network, take some classes. You might even have to go back to school. So those goals might look specific to whatever your talent, hobby, or passion is. And just make those steps as realistic and as achievable as possible. You can use the SMART goals um, process for setting goals. And that will really help you lay them out so that you have a full understanding of what it is that you want to achieve and the exact steps on how to get there. I also want you guys to celebrate the small wins. Celebrate the things that you are achieving on a day-to-day that are ultimately pushing you into your purpose. I know as Black women, we face a particular set of challenges and obstacles that really we cannot escape them. I wouldn't be telling you guys the truth if I told you that we have ultimate control over our lives. There are still things such as discrimination, sexism, societal norms that are so deeply ingrained in our society that they really, the the glass ceiling really does exist, but I think that we all have the potential of breaking through those things if we just stay resilient because history has shown time and time again that black women consistently rise above there would not be the statistics that you know black women are the most educated demographic in the united states that black women are the fastest growing rate of entrepreneurs something like in the past four years black women business ownership has increased by 200%. It is just so inspiring for me and even unreal sometimes to see how resilient we are. I think that it's important to note that we always find a way to succeed and finding your purpose will really help you to ultimately find your self-worth and be able to advocate for yourself. It took me 30 years plus to advocate for myself. And a lot of that stemmed from my self-esteem and just was rooted in my childhood. And so a big part of my success has been contributed to developing that self-worth and really advocating for myself. 
being able to slide my resume across the table and demand a certain salary and say, hey, my work speaks for itself and let that be that and not have to argue about my worth because I know I'm living and moving in my purpose. I feel like we all have the right to be happy and to be successful. And so living in your purpose is really the most realistic way of doing that. We have to embrace our failures along the way. But with every failure is an opportunity to grow. If I stopped every time something happened to me, I would not be where I am now. So I really attribute that to just knowing that I'm living in my purpose and what God called me to do. And just realizing that my purpose may really change over the years. And that's totally okay. I found the central idea of my purpose. And so I can pivot and shift through many industries, but I know that ultimately, deep down inside, the one thing that I am good at, the one thing that I can do with very little effort is to teach and to motivate. So it's important to be flexible along your path and adjust it and embrace change as it comes. So just to recap, we have went over our four steps that are going to help us to find our passion and purpose. Step one is introspection, self-discovery. Step two is exploration, finding those ideas and roles and industries that align with those things that we enjoy the most. Step three is taking action. And four is setting realistic goals that are going to help us ultimately live within that passion and purpose. So, oh, that's it for today's episode of The Corporate Conscious Black Girl. I encourage you all to connect with me on Instagram at Corporate Conscious Black Girl and also at website www.corporateconsciousblackgirl.com and sign up for our newsletter for more tips and insider information on how to live in your purpose and I just want to enjoy and live in this space and know that this is a place where you can come to help you really ultimately build the life that you want the career that you want the business that you really thrive so I hope to see you all next week as we dive more into the life of the corporate conscious black girl.